Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. It's always a privilege and a pleasure to come before you. And uh, we have a special guest on this particular edition, it's Daniel Ott, and Daniel's been on our TV show quite a bit, but we're having him now on, for the first time in a long time, on the podcast radio side, and what I'm doing uh, is about once or twice a week, I'm going around colleagues like myself and asking them from their work and investigations and the guests they interview uh, what they think the top issues are that are facing America, because there is... Daniel, I don't... Okay, here it goes. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we've been having a little faux pas here, but we're going to continue because all the indicators came back on. So anyway, we hope that everything holds. I'm uh, on the road in Studio Triple Z, and it's working like it's Triple Z. But let's hope we can keep the hamsters going and everything will stay on the air. We'll get to Daniel in just a second as we talk about his top issues that he's seeing in the work that he's doing. First, I need to let you know that we're brought to you by Noble Gold. Noble Gold is the very best in protecting your assets. I've been an advertiser for Noble Gold for five, and that was after advertising for a year before I woke up. And they can protect your retirement, turn it into gold back. And keep in mind, the banks can steal your bank account because you're now declared to be an unsecured creditor, Dodd-Frank Law 2010. And Noble Gold wants to minimize your exposure in the bank, both for your retirement and your accounts, and they can do it. I'd like to send you a free information packet that will tell you everything they do. No obligation. No one's going to bug you. You look at it, and if you like what you hear, you simply call the number on the packet. And by the way, I've got to make this disclaimer. The FTC is requiring me to say that all investments are inherently risky, and past performance is not indicative of future performance. And we all know that, and we all know that we take chances. But I'll tell you, the biggest chance, in my humble opinion, is to stay in the banks with everything you have, because I'm afraid we could be looking at 1929 with 190 banks on the watch list. Okay, another thing, real quickly. Uh, There's a war on for your food. I've covered that a lot on YouTube. Uh, Biden has an executive order which is requiring severe reductions in methane, nitrates, and it all counts towards reduction of livestock. We're already at the lowest cattle level that we've seen in 60 years. That means food off your table, folks. And my fear is pretty soon the only food you're going to have available is what's already in your home. So I'm encouraging you to go to foodwithdave.com, look at the specials that are there, look at the fact it's 25-year shelf life and all the other benefits you can read about. Go to 
foodwithdave.com while you still can. Daniel, my friend, hey, thanks for joining us. Sorry about the technical issues. You travel and the gremlins all come out. But uh, we're holding steady right now. Uh, but as you heard me say in the intro, I've been interviewing people like John B. Wells and Paul Preston and uh, so forth, and they um, uh, have come across with their issues, and we're doing some compare and contrast, because I think it's good for people to hear a multitude of issues that are important. I, I count that we've got about 12 crises going on at the same time, but I know mm-hmm. pretty much in this hour we won't get past two or three. So just to ask you, um, what is your top issue you look at right now? And I think I can probably guess. Well, I'll give you my top three. Number one uh, is the uh, imm- of Joe Biden's immigration invasion on our southern border. And the second one would be the Biden uh, money laundering scheme that's probably influenced our foreign policy, giving away our sovereignty. And the third would be the bringing the Ukraine war to the brink of World War Three. Yeah, nuclear too, exactly. Yeah, these people are quite insane. They're, they truly are. You know what I'm reminded of with a nuclear in Ukraine? I actually dreamt this the other night. There was a movie made before I was born in the early 1950s starring Michael Rennie, and it was called The Day the Earth Stood Still. And mm-hmm. there's an AI component into it I'm not going to touch right now. But, but they basically... This alien came with this all-powerful robot and said, we don't care what you do to yourselves, but if you bring your bull crap out into the galaxy, we'll turn your planet into a burned-out cinder. And, and I, I was reminded of that because what we're doing right now is sheer insanity with regard to Ukraine. And I just, uh, it, it's absolutely crazy. But so is the immigration issue. So let's go there. The immigration issue to start with, um, how many people are you hearing are going to cross in the next several months? Well, I've I've been hearing it's going to be in anywhere from one to two million in 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 the short term, uh, and in the long term, just just uh, just math that out. You're going to have by the time Biden gets out of office this second, uh, you know, by, at the end of this term, there should be I, w- I would suspect around twenty to twenty five million in here. Yeah, that's. You know, it's all a crapshoot guess. Um, there was a meeting in El Paso that uh, Doug Thornton, my broadcast partner of the Doug and Dave Intel Report, former DHS supervisor, we got the same info from different people. They're predicting at this multi-jurisdictional meeting that by 2030 we will see 50 million new residents. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's entirely possible. They're predicting a million uh, coming through between May 12th and May 18th, which is the period we're in right now. Yeah, um, and and uh, you know it is it is an invasion. I mean, when I, when I talk about the, the three topics here, you have the immigration invasion, illegal immigration invasion, where we won't have a country. When we have um, the, the Ukrainian deal, could go with a World War Three type situation, and we won't have a world. So either way, it's a, a lot of kind of a lose lose situation there. Um, but you know the the gaslighting though. I mean, that's all. It, it, it's sick to hear and watch. But in, in one way, it's, it's like watching a train wreck, man. You, you know, when um, uh, Orcas comes out and says, you know, there's no invasion, and you know, Biden says there's no problem. He's like, you know, wow, you know, the the you know, say everything's going real smooth, and you know, and then what, who, what are you saying? You know, it's like it's, it, if, if if it wasn't so sick, it, it'd be funny. Um, yeah, I'm not laughing. 
this is so deadly serious. Um, one of the things I'm looking at here is the sheer numbers will overwhelm our health care because they're entitled to free health care where you and I don't get that. And where are we going to house all these people? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to they're gonna take up every available space. Of course, uh, empty school buildings, uh, kicking people out of a, uh, hotels, which they're doing right now. As you know, they kicked out uh, homeless veterans that uh, charities had been paying hotels to put. They're kicking them out. Uh, they're... they're uh, Crawl fishing on uh, previous uh, agreements with people that signed up, you know, to, to rent rooms, um, you know, for weddings and things. They're just they're just avoiding their own contracts. Of course, the government is paying more than the rooms are worth, so it's fiduciary matter for the hotels. They see an opportunity to cash in. And now here's here here's the wild card, Dave. You you might pick a little this intel up that I believe uh, some uh, black citizens in Chicago are suing them because they want to put about 500 illegal immigrants into a uh, an abandoned school that's right in in the middle of their neighborhood. And you know it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, you got a family, you know, and you got the you got the 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 number one son there, and he gets all the all the treatment, all the all the help, and all all the you know all the gifts and everything. And all of a sudden. The parents have a little baby, and all the attention goes to that little baby. And so the blacks feel like now in Chicago they're being left out of the loop. All of a sudden, their use is over. There's a new kid in town. There's a new a new special child of interest that's gathering all the attention and all the fancy hotel rooms and airplane tickets and the cell phones. Even even the black community didn't get that. Now they're thinking, one, they're being cheated. They're being cast out and disrespected all at the same time. But, you know, it's almost it's it's like, you know, it's what you vote for. You know, you really don't have a case. I mean, even for El Paso, which voted for uh, Biden, almost every one of those border towns voted for Biden. It's almost like, well, maybe, you know, maybe you should look at it another way, that the Democrats never had your best interest in mind, and they've been playing people for power for so long and gaslighting, and now those chickens are coming home to roost. Yeah, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure if people are going to wake up in time to really reap the benefits of the betrayal of uh, the Democratic voters because things are moving so quickly. I just I don't know which is going to take us down first. Mm-hmm. Immigration is huge. What, what, I'm sure you've heard the reports, um, and I'm getting this from a Border Patrol source. He, he's witnessed it firsthand. Uh, truckloads, busloads, walkthroughs of strong males in their 20s and 30s with no kids, no women accompanying them. They're traveling in groups. And they said, if they're not military, we're really fooled by this. Have you heard yes. those same reports? Right, I sure have. And, in fact, I think what, whatever happened to the poor little mother with the kids, that's just you know, disappeared. And that, and that was one of the gaslighting uh, talking points of the Democrats right there is, oh, you're trying to separate families. You, you, know, you know, the kids, the kids. Don't you love the kids, the children? Well, where are they? This, uh, what I got, and, and I know you've probably found this out, that 80-something thousand of these kids come across the border are, are missing. Yeah. So, you know, this is the biggest sex scandal, human trafficking scandal ever that looks like it's being facilitated by our own government. Um, so, I mean, it's some wacky, wacky day, times down there, Dave. And, uh, you know, like I said in my own show, that every person in America is going to be having to make decisions that they never had to make before. That is, you see a bunch of illegals, do you, you know, at a Walmart, do you go near them? Do you make a left turn? Do you go out the aisle? Do you go out the building? Do you look for an escape route? You know, do you count your exits? 
Every one of us has got has got is going to be affected by this, and so we're going to be forced to make decisions and think about things on levels we we never thought possible a few years ago. It is amazing. Let's just say they put a million in here in the week they're talking about. And these are the border patrol projection was nine hundred thousand. DHS was one point four million. The border patrol guy told me the reason the numbers are different because the border patrol wanted to close six of the forty eight crossing stations and they were denied by by Mayorkas. Um, so that's why there's a discrepancy. Let's just say a million, just for the sake of argument. You know what I, I call um, Mayorkas? I call him Mayor of Chaos. That, 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 I think that's his real name. That's a good play on words. Mayor of Chaos there. Well, here's the thing. Uh, you know, every once in a while, and even more so these days, the Democrats are letting the, the quiet part out loud. And one of them was spoken recently by His Highness in Chief uh, uh, Brandon. Uh, he said that... Uh, uh, that Republicans are trying to interfere with our international obligations on immigration, which what he said there was. I don't think the news picked up what exactly what he said. But this goes to the globalist New World Order type of idea. They said, I just read recently that uh, Great Britain is expecting over a million immigrants on their little island. Their little island is 2.8 percent of the of the territory of the United States. So when we're talking about getting 10, 15, 50 million. We, we've got a huge land to spread them out like mayonnaise on a sandwich, but they don't. They're going to be packed in like sardines. Like like it's going to be like the the Star Trek episode where a world was op- overpopulated and people were just just lining up, walking, just no room to walk, and bumping into each other. But right there, and, and why are they taking in so many? Because there is an international agreement, and it seems to only be with the Western uh, uh, countries, and probably financed and motivated by. Uh, China to the think tanks and such in our, in our Western countries, but there is a globalist agreement, Dave. That and we're behind we're behind the deal. Trump Trump interfered with that deal about cause allowing massive immigration. They want massive immigration in all the Western countries. And when he said you're interrupting our international obligations on immigration, nobody asked him what is that obligation and who made it and how many is it. They're making these they're making these deals and nobody knows. What you know? What the limit is, or what the number is they're even shooting for? Are they waiting for it? You know, when your civilization breaks down, then you have achieved the agreement. Yeah, I, I, have, yeah, a, I, I have a couple have answers here on that. On that, um, I'm getting um, feedback, and I don't know if it's coming through on your mic, but uh, let me try again. Boy, I'll tell you, gremlins, go away, please. We're having a good time here. Um, one of the things that I've been told it's 50 million by 2030, but I, there's an old UN document and I can't cite the number and the name of it, but it came out of their uh, UN immigration policies, and they called for 600 million people to come to the United States, uh, and I, I believe the the target year again was 2050. So 600 million. Um, you know, they say there's no such thing as replacement theory, but let me give you another demographic. This is how serious this is. Our birth rate with American citizens, and it doesn't matter what your race is, Hispanic, white, uh, Native American, African American, Asian, doesn't matter. Uh, the birth rate is 1.7, and that's bad in itself because no nation has ever come back from less than 1.8. But 1.7. The migrants' birth rate is estimated to be 5.2. So even though we're talking about these massive numbers, the birth rate alone is going to dwarf these numbers. We could be looking just by natural reproduction at those current rates. I put the math to this, and I said, gee, we could be looking at 150 million of these people within 20 years. Hmm. 
Well, I think you're referring to the the, the UN plan that said that they're and they were talking about population replacement that it'll take about 11 million people a year to come into the United States over a period of years to 2050, which will be about 600 million people. Mm-hmm. So that would also probably include the declining population and, 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 the, and the normal death die-off. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts that help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water. With Dave.com. That's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. And, then, and then, now this also, Dave, talks about uh, or, or, or puts a little question on the depopulation theorists. Because if, if depopulation was the end goal, which it appears like it is through vaccine, through turning people to alternative sex. Uh, lifestyles where they don't have children, to abortion, to uh, GMOs, to contrails, dropping stuff on people. You would think that there, there's a plan to kill people. But on the other hand, as you said, we're importing a very fertile group of people from South America, and they love to have babies, man. And, and you know, they're like the old Catholics used to be. Children you have, the bigger the family, the more you got done. Especially like in the early days of America, you wanted as many children as possible. So it's kind of odd that we bring in a population that will reproduce uh, significantly, but the, the population that is here is not is not replacement population enough there. Yeah, I, I know. 
It, it just none of it adds up. Except America has to be targeted because you can't have a nation with 390 million handguns. You can't have a nation with an historic uh, principles based on Judeo-Christian principles and freedom from their laws. So you have to wipe out that civilization. I think that's what makes us the number one target. Mm-hmm. I would say so. But, you know, I think we're in, we're in good hands. As you know, uh, Biden just got a honorary degree from Howard University and uh, you know uh, what they say he deserves that for? Uh, overcoming dementia? I don't know. No, no. You're, you're going to think I'm. I'm I'll talk, you're, going, you're going to think I'm. I'm making up a parody or a Saturday Night Live skit. Howard University is giving him an honorary degree because of his analytical intelligence. I kid you not. Yeah, Joe Biden. They just gave him a, a degree today. Well, the rat in the maze test isn't part of the degree, clearly, because he can't navigate his way out of a room. No. Uh, no. <laughs> I just, wow. I mean, it, they're making a mockery of this. I mean, this is almost yeah. like a slap in the face, and you're so stupid, people, you don't even notice. So we'll do hyperbole and give awards based on that. That's that's what this tells me, and it's just it's yeah. it's mocking the people. Mm-hmm. Well, right. So while we have a border invasion, Biden's border invasion, we have Kamala Harris. She's at a fundraiser, and Joe Biden's in Rehoboth Beach, Beach taking another yet another vacation time. And I think it's the the time that he actually takes is for doctors to get him on on some drugs to keep him um, keep him moving. But uh, hey, I, I would say Texas, Arizona. Hey, man, you guys need to ship uh, bunches of butts loads up to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, man, because I think the immigrants, uh, you know, staying in luxury hotels really isn't enough. They need a beach. A waterfront uh, vacation theme too going there as well, and I think those are the perfect places to send them to. Unfortunately, we have the person serving as governor who stole the election. Um, her family's into transgender surgery. Uh, she is as reprobate as they get. She has the intelligence of a valley girl from the 90s, and the stereotype fits. My wife came up with the term, and boy, does it ever fit. Um, she's not going to do anything at the border. In fact, actually, we started to put barriers at the border in Arizona where I live, and she cleaned them all out. Uh, she is, she'd be happy if the whole state was the illegals. Yeah, she's, she, she's, I mean, from my vantage point, looking, looking west, looks like she's rolling out the red carpet. I did read that uh, they're expecting about 700,000, as we talked about earlier, uh, males to come up. And uh, and from Arizona standpoint, that would be about one out of every six uh, uh, native males. Uh, so, yeah, is it a replacement population? Is it a takeover? I mean, you know, here's the thing. I'm thinking that the Democrats have stolen so many elections illegally that I think that, that they, they've got, they know there's a whole lot more eyes on them. And so they're racing just so they can get away from the cheating to do it by replacement population, I believe I believe that's what the goal of it is. They can't rely they can't rely on cheating too much because everybody is looking, and there's always forensic evidence of that cheating remain. Yeah, but the judges are bought off, and that's another story for another time. We have a big scandal in Arizona that's exposed that. But one of the things that's still going on, they're still figuring out how to get around the strategies. Because I covered 
election fraud in 2020 pretty extensively and again in 2022, and the tactics did somewhat change. There were some constants, but they had new strategies involved, like let's just have the voting machines break in Republican areas when the voting centers open, none in the Democratic areas. But that that's one thing. But the other thing that we're looking at here is they're planning to do it again. There's a conference, and I covered this three days ago, and one day later, God bless James O'Keefe, he found an informant that penetrated this meeting, this secret meeting in D.C. sponsored by Zuckerberg and by George Soros, and the Maricopa County people were there, and it's the most corrupt county in America, the most corrupt elections in America. They were there with all their counterparts from blue states that steal elections. And and they got caught. One guy got caught, a Maricopa County official, telling this lady, this is how we steal elections. And he mentioned three ways. And James O'Keefe covered it. And I, like I said, I had covered the fact the meeting was taking place. Laura Loomer was there. She covered it as well. Uh, so what they're doing, the long and short, Daniel, is they're just meeting again to figure out how to stay one step ahead of the burning bridge that's following them on their voter fraud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got that fiery Carrie Lake. She's still out there, man, and still submitting evidence and still going after that, which is great. Yeah, but she's fighting a losing battle. Listen, I'm a Carrie Lake supporter. She's a generational candidate, but here's the deal. In Arizona, and I should probably mention this every time I can, there was a report called the Breger Report that was put forth in the Arizona State Legislature by Liz Harris, who I know. And uh, Liz got kicked out for daring to have someone report with 120,000 pages, 20,000 affidavits about money laundering with the Sinaloas, and they filter that money off to buy off people so they can steal elections. And I'm really simplifying. It's much more complicated. But, Daniel, I lived through a case in uh, Prescott, Arizona, where this very thing happened, and there was an attempt at homicide, and the boyfriend of the principal that was the target for exposing this voter fraud and the money laundering, her boyfriend was shot in the head. And I was involved in this because I speak at this person's organizations, and they provided me with police protection when I came to speak, and I didn't know what was going on. So I've been there. This report is true, and they buy off the judges, and Carrie Lake doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell. It would be easier in Arizona to find a virgin in a whorehouse than it would be to find an honest politician. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a shame, too. That's the, kind of what happened with uh, this uh, bimbo eruption in New York. The woman sued him for, sued Trump for, you know, whatever, rape. Of course, he was found not guilty on rape charge, but on, on sexual battery. Who knows what? But that judge allowed uh, audio clips from Trump decades ago, uh, testimony unrelated to the case, and you know that's not how you're. That's not how jurisprudence works. You're not supposed to allow. Like in fact, for the the killer in New York uh, that on the on the subway, a judge wouldn't allow uh, that guy's 42 arrest to come up in any arrest that happened currently. So he had arrest after arrest, and each time they could not bring up his past his past crimes. But somehow, everything Trump ever did or said was played it was totally unrelated to the case of course he was found guilty by the jury and so that that kind of, that's the same as having having your own judge in place before you make a charge oh, yeah, so you make sure yeah. you get the right outcome well daniel i think that case will be overturned on appeal there's so many holes in it but here's the problem 
in, in the great unwashed in America, which is about 60% of us are ignorant as hell, and these people are going to be influenced by these constant court cases that mean nothing legally and, do, and won't withstand any kind of appeal or real jurisprudence, but the damage is being done in the court of public opinion. Right, and it's been that, it's been that way since day one. And I don't know why he can't get a, 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 get a, a defamation of character or something on some of these people that make these outrageous charges against him that are groundless and baseless and ruin his reputation. You're right. They they can they can drop a sticky bomb and they get thrown out of court and walk away, but they already got the damage that they were looking for. Exactly. And and thirty years later thirty years later, are you kidding me? Right. And she doesn't remember the day or the year, but she she knows it happens. Kinda of reminds me of what they said about one of the Supreme Court justices saying, Hey, about thirty years ago or or, or so uh, the Supreme Court judge was at a party and he spiked the spiked the punch and started raping girls. Well, how did that person walk away without being thrown in jail for making false statements? Mm-hmm. Can't, remember, can't remember when or where, but but I know it happened and he did it. How how have you? How does a court a judge allow something like that in a courtroom? Yeah, you know it's interesting about our course of our conversation. We start out with the border. And the two people that would do something about it becomes the topic of our discussion because they're being cheated out of their offices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got that right. But hey, like I say, man, we we've got a a, a, a analytical, intelligent president, man, and I'm sure he can get some of these problems fixed. Um, uh, see, I refer to the Biden administration now as the Biden handler administration. Mm-hmm. We know he's not making any choices. Um, what about uh, disease crossing the border? Does that concern you? Yeah, I tell you what. You know, they, they, they take the the uh, the, uh, the the name plates of the manufacturers of the buses off. They take the name of the company off of those buses. They're painted white. Most of them are white with blacked out windows, so you don't know who or where, so you can't trace them. They probably even change the license plates on us. But people got to know. That you may end up taking a bus ride somewhere that uh, a whole pack full of scabies, lice-infested illegal immigrants was on, and you just might pick that up. So now here, here's what I was saying in, in the opening, is that, th- that those are some of the choices that we are being forced to think about. Well, do you want to get on a bus or do you on an airplane full of illegals? Do you want to get on that plane when they start getting off of there? Because they're not getting screened, but everybody says they're bringing scabies, tuberculosis, measles, lice, and you know, and they're and they're afraid. And here's what happens: they don't report themselves to the border uh, patrol because that will slow their their in, in, uh, uh, integration into the country. So they don't want to slow down. So they don't say, "No, I'm fine. I'm good. Don't don't worry about the the the, the pus that's flowing out of my face, out of my open wounds and sores. Don't worry about that. I'm good. Let me go ahead and get a luxury hotel in New York." And there's another one. Are, are you going to go into? Are you going to rent a hotel room that was rent that was rent to the government? That's full of illegal immigrants, and we're not talking about hating people here. We're talking about people that needed medical attention before they got here, and they need to be isolated so they get their medical conditions fixed before they start spreading it out across the country. At our expense. Of course, at our expense, right. Yeah, where we don't get free medical, we don't get this and that, but uh, exactly. I don't know about you, the government hasn't given me a cell phone, a laptop, and free medical. How about you? No, I haven't got that yet, and I know that... uh, 
You know, I, I mean, could, could you imagine? You, you, I mean, it's like hitting the lottery. Your dream is like hitting the mega lottery when you cross that border because you get that free cell phone, you get that debit card, you get a plane ticket or a bus ride anywhere you want to go. Then you get put up at a, a luxury hotel. Meanwhile, veterans are being kicked out. Uh, Americans are being kicked out. Can't rent rooms there, and um, then people are forced to, to pay for it, and all the crime that's associated with it. I mean, this it's like it's like a destruction plan has been enacted. Well, I think that's very well put. It, it, well, this is the plan of destruction. The big one that caught our attention on my show with Doug Thornton, uh, he's got so many government sources because he worked for the government for years. But what we're concerned about is Ebola because we're now letting in West Africans. And uh, we, we did research on the latest Ebola findings. It's not what's on the CDC website. They say the incubation period is 2 to 21 days. We found out it's up to six weeks now. And this is documented evidence. And the, here's what's interesting fact, too. I don't know if you knew this. Did you know the CDC owns the patent on Ebola, and the only way they could do it because it's a natural organism is if they modified it, in other words, i.e., weaponized it? Yeah, I did, I did hear something to that effect. And, I, and you know what's going to happen when the outbreak starts happening. People, are, It's going to be just like the, uh, the Cooties 19. Uh, some people out in the field are going to say, wait a minute, I, I've got, we've got it traced down. We're scientists. We've traced this down. It came from this part of Africa. And the government's going to come in and say, you're not allowed to say that. That is hateful. That's hate speech right there. Just like, you know, the China virus, you weren't allowed to say that. And now, though it's proven, it's come from the Wuhan lab. And this is this is how they operate. So that you, they basically don't allow you to have a rebuttal, and then they they force you to pay for it. It's sick. Yeah. What do you make of uh, Walensky resigning from the CDC with no prior notice? Oh, uh, get, getting out for the lawsuit starts happening. That's all that is. Yeah, I think you're probably right. That's what I thought too. That's interesting. But I mean, she just jumped ship like crazy. And I'm waiting for Mayorkas. I mean. Who was it? Uh, uh, Tom Emmer from Minnesota is talking about drawing up articles of impeachment against him. Although now, that, that won't go anywhere, but at least it'll bring some exposure. Well, see, that, that's just it. Mayor Chaos. Uh, some people call Mayor Orcas. I call him Mayor Chaos. Uh, yeah, it, they need to impeach him. And here's the deal: what, what we were just saying, it, we know that it's not going to go anywhere in the Senate because they have to hold court. I have to have a trial for anybody who's been impeached. But you can do to them what they do have done to Trump for the last eight years. You, the, damn- the Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Which is there. Say, you've been impeached. Whether or not it's completed or not, that gives you a talking point. In fact, the other day, it went like this, where when Trump was on, on CNN and, uh, and, and, and took them to school, um, somebody said, well, why did you... Uh, I think it was the White House press feed, Twitter feed says, why does CNN allow a a uh, sexual abuser election denier uh, on a, on your platform? So you see that. So even though we know that it's going to get thrown out on appeal because there's no evidence of that, 
the damage is done, and now they have that label they can stick to him, even if it, even if it gets thrown out. They've, they're going to use that label to the, all through the election cycle. So they need, and they need to impeach Biden the same way. You say, well, it won't go anywhere. That's not the point. It never was the point for the Democrats. It was the label that they got to use over and over. You've been impeached. We impeach, impeachment charges have been leveled against you. And in people's mind, whether you're guilty or not, you're guilty. That's just the way it is. It's public opinion. So they need to quit worrying about whether or not it goes through. They need to do that, and do, they need to do it often. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, what is it? Two percent of the people are doing eighty percent of the work right now, and that's. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, this we is need my more right. out there for sure. You, you know, let, let me get this. Is you really hit on a solution here, and, and to the border, but to any of these problems, when uh, they came out with the trans beer, trans beer light. Uh, that failed, and now they can't even sell the company. They can't even give away free beer to bars. They're not taking it because they know they can't sell it. And right. that, that was one. And then you look at Disney. That's two. And you start looking at these other things where consumers are making choices, and the other side's going belly up. Now, I don't really think they care about going broke because they fund losses like CNN so they can control the narrative. However, however, can you imagine if we applied these principles of choice to the decisions government's making. Can you imagine 80% of us saying, we don't care what your gun control laws are. We're not going to listen. We don't care what your law is about this. We're not going to listen. Um, well, yeah. Well, yeah. That's how the Biden, the Biden administration is setting that standard. I don't know how many things federal judges has overturned, but the Biden administration just keeps on doing them. Here the other day, that, that skank that uh, gives the White House press conference, Jean Pierre Lali, or Wee oui, Wee, oui, I don't know what her Frenchy name is, but she says that a, a federal judge sabotaged their efforts at the border. Well, by sabotaging, she means a federal judge says you've got to go by the Constitution and the federal law that's on the books. But to a Democrat's mind, that's sabotage. For, forcing us, so you know they're just going to ignore that, or they're going to find some tricky dick way to go around it because they have they have no integrity, they have no intention of following the law. They could care less about the Constitution or this federal judge. When you're accusing a federal judge of sabotaging your your efforts to thwart the law, we're in a we're in a pretty bad place. Yeah, we really are. We really and, are. and you brought up something here I think is really interesting because earlier we're talking about. Uh, we have to, these courts, they're interfering in our treaty obligation, not our treaty, with international agreements was the phrase you used to let all these people in. Okay, well, Daniel, that implies a treaty. And I don't recall any treaty coming out of the Senate with a two-thirds vote approval. No, there isn't none. And nobody's seen the documents. Nobody knows who signed it. Uh, Joe Biden's not the first one to say that, you know, that's uh, inter interfering with our international obligations. But if there is an obligation, we as American people should demand to know what who made that agreement and what that obligation is. But, again, they hold all the cards. They just, they just simply, they, it's like the FBI. The, the House committee uh, subpoenaed a document from the FBI, and they said, ah, nah, we don't think we're going to give it to you today. Well, the the uh, so-called international agreements are unconstitutional. That's the bottom line. Yeah, of course. And um, that, that's the thing that we need to hang on to with that. But I don't know that we can see any way back from this. Do you see any way back? Well, well, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to have a little hope here in, in that I, I think the pendulum can swing both directions. Um, gosh, it looks bad, Dave. I mean, you know. 
We go back ten years, and we, if we play tape of ourselves, we were probably saying it looks bad today. Of course, we we're at some kind of level that's beyond comprehension today. So it's like, well, it's not really like ten years ago. So, but um, you know, a border was almost immediately a border wall was almost immediately put up. Gas prices went immediately down. Unemployment went way down in the space of two years. A lot of things changed. Now it just it just seems. That if it, as quickly as as things have are, have been planned to be destroyed, they could easily be fixed the other way. If of course it would take more American people. Now the question is how how many people vote can can the vote overcome the the cheating algorithms and the and the and those things that are in place. It has to be overwhelming and vast. But now, but like I say, the, the, there's there's been more than one uh, African American group or black group that's starting to protest and saying, hey. These, this immigration is interfering with our communities now, you know. So, you know, will it, you know, will it rise to a level to bring things back, the pinion back the other way? It doesn't look like it, but you know, in world in world events, um, crazy things can happen. Yeah, I kind of think the immigrants will serve as the next divide and conquer group, where it's been gay versus straight, black versus white, for example. I think this will be the new uh, design to divide and conquer, so we don't focus on who the real criminals are. Well, uh, you know, now there, there's actually, Dave, and I, I may have mentioned this before, there's actually, in my point of view, a little hope, because uh, while we do have Africans coming over and Zulus and whoever the hell those people are over there, <laughs> This, but this, from the South American continent, uh, most of those people are, are Catholics. Most of those people are God-fearing, and you can imagine going through the jungles with all those killers running around and terrorists. A lot of pe- a lot of those pe- immigrants were probably calling on God to help them to get to America. So it just may be, in fact, and when they get here, the NGOs, the the, the non-liberal NGOs. Uh, are likely to be Christian organizations have honest intent, and when they see the love and compassion of real American Christians, they may just be attached to those churches, thereby moving the needle back to the right and away from uh, the woke culture and the us versus them culture. Um, you know, Dave, I, my personal experience here uh, in Indiana is, you know, I'm a beekeeper. I sell honey, and we have Mexicans come to buy it that don't speak English, but they're some of the nicest people I ever met. Yeah, I hear, so, I hear you. Yeah, it's so, not about the quality of the people, except for one thing: the yeah. foreign troops that are obviously crossing our border. But more importantly, the cartel. I, I had someone in Border Patrol, and I've had this source for nine years now, and he told me, "Dave, we're coming to a time." And I was also told this eight years ago by a Texas Ranger: "This day was coming." He said to me, "Dave, we're coming to a time we're going to see south of the border stuff," and he's first generation, and he told me. You know, families get visited in my parents' community, and he said they go to the daughters, you will work as a prostitute or will kill your family. They go to the young boys who are 14, 15 years old. They put a gun in their hand and say, you'll do this or we'll kill your family with a gun. And he said those days are coming to America, and they're coming quickly. Do you share that uh, that pessimism? Do you, do you see? That's, that's, that, I, no, that's, that's not pessimism. That, that's reality. That's acknowledging yeah. reality. My hope is that, uh, though that, that, that uh, that uh, fungus, as we might describe them as, uh, that disease part of the population coming up, I'm hoping that the majority of them will join the rest of Americans because if, Amer- if, if with the larger population could very well put a stop to, to this kind of things. 
Uh, it's like um, Senator Kennedy was asking one of the lunatics that worked for the Biden administration, why don't we make an agreement with the Mexican president and go down there and take care of these cartels? Well, they can't answer that question because they really don't want them to go away. But with the right administration in there and the right legislation, we could go around this country and clean up all these cartels. I mean, how is it we all know that L.A. is the, is the king of of, uh, of of gangs? How is how is that? How are they allowed to be identified and exist and commit all the crimes? Who allows that? It's like, oh, it's just part of life here. Well, it doesn't have to. Who made it part of life? Maybe Americans need to decide it's not no longer going to be part of life and make make it a living hell for these freaks, chase them down, hunt them, throw them out of the country, or put them uh, put them to an early grave. Yeah, I hear it's like glorifying transgenderism. No one's advocating for the persecution of these people, but we're supposed to glorify it. And if we don't get on bended knee, then we risk cancel culture. I mean, here's my point. My point is. Uh, countries defend their culture. They defend their language. They defend their system of government. They defend their culture and traditions. And right now we're going through a Maoist cultural revolution where the Biden administration is hell-bent on overturning all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. The old cl- was it Cloward and Piven way over, over and how many crises there are. I mean, this guy running our government, the head, is, oh, by the way, Joe Biden t- told the, the Howard University, which is a black university, of course, government funded, uh, which is probably why they gave him a honorary degree based on his analytical intelligence, because uh, most of the funding probably comes from the government. And they want to keep that big cash flow coming. So they goes, hey, come on in. Come in, Joe. And then Joe says, hey, the biggest threat facing all you folks out here is a white supremacist. Well, well who's the... Who's the most supreme person in the country? Well, it's a white dude named Joe Biden. So in, in that case, he, he is correct. Interesting. Yeah, it's just, you know, I, I'm going to give you one of my contrary ones here. And, and I don't even know it's in my top three. But the media, and I, and I, and I look at Tucker Carlson as an example. And he was having conversations with Elon Musk to broadcast there if he could free himself from his non-compete agreement. But did you see what Elon Musk did uh, two days ago? He hired someone from the WEF who is so communist. It's not, she makes George Soros look civilized. And mm. she's and she's running she's running Twitter now. Yeah, I saw that. Now, you know, I, I just recently got back on Twitter because I, I was actually getting some hopeful signs from Elon Musk as he's running it and various things, and other people have been coming back to Twitter. Although I've made no... T- I might have a total of one tweet in about three weeks, but I just got it for test purposes to be out there. So I haven't I haven't fully engaged that, and now I'm going to be hesitating because of this appointment, that, as, you, as you mentioned there, and I'll have to see where it goes because whatever action is taken will be immediately outed on Twitter and other venues. People are watching that. I mean, everybody's watching that platform like a hawk. So whatever kind of crazy move she makes, she may end up Bud Light in that company. Yeah, that oh, how'd you like that, Dave? Bud, Bud Lighting that Twitter? Uh, that's really good. I like how you turned that into, uh, is that a verb now? I don't think that's an adjective anymore. I think it's a verb. It's a verb. It's the action of t- t- turning a company <laughs> in, into Bud Light where your stock value goes down by billions. Oh. And you just completely erase your customer base and your reputation. I may have to Bud steal Light. that from you. That's a good one, Daniel. I like that. Bud Lighting someone. 
Yeah. Well, you know, people will turn on Twitter. You know, I, I'm going to tell you something disturbing about Elon Musk, and then I'm going to give you the opposing view, and I want to see what you think. Uh, Clay Clark came on my show a couple of weeks ago, and he played clip after clip of Elon Musk extolling the virtues of AI after he's come out against it in the mainstream media. And he said, free will is a thing of the past. AI will rule over us and so forth and so on. And, and it was just terrible. It was one clip after another. And Clay didn't say these things. He was playing what Elon Musk said. Now, I took this to somebody else who I really respect. Um, and I respect Clay, too. And I said, what do you think of this? And he said... I think Elon Musk is against it, but he can get away with saying it this way and warning the people about what's coming. What do you mm-hmm. think? What do you think is true there? Well, I, I think his. I think he let his innermost knowledge of of what his view is. He has long term views and vision. That's what made him so uh, phenomenally successful. Uh, I, I consider him. I consider him a good guy in general. I mean. You know, I had a lot of doubts before, but everybody's saying, everybody's looking for some, you know, if somebody makes a mistake or a single comment, say, ah, there it is right there, for, swear this guy off for you. You can't do that because you swear off everybody you know, including your own self. So, but the totality, totality of it is, he's, he's brilliant, he has vision long term, and he's able to encapsulate it almost in a Trump-like fashion where Trump could devastate his opponents with a single tweet. Elon Musk has the same, he has the same sort of ability with his kind of really small, uh, tweets that he puts out, which have phenomenal impact in what, in the message and how he says it. He doesn't have to have a, uh, a three or four paragraph tirade. He only need, he's, he has the capability of putting it into a single tweet, a single sentence or even less. Maybe even a couple words he's able to do that. But he is, he, I think as far as AI goes, we know that the that there's a there's a major race to take it over to get it in the right direction because they don't want they don't want alternative versions to because right now it's like the beginning of the internet age or internet business in general everybody's working on their own AI right now so it's like VHS versus VCR you know and so right now everything is kind of up in the air but you know the end result is they're going to try to standardize it so it has the same message in whatever platform you you get to and i think that's what he's probably talking about right now there's probably some honest A's, chats out there but we know and an easy test will be if you get an ai uh, app or you engage with ai you ask it how many genders there are if you don't get anything other than a male and a female since the beginning of time if you get any of the equivocation of anything else, you know the programmers have programmed that AI to lie. Yeah, I, I, yeah, didn't, I, I did, did an experiment. I, did an I think you're going to find this really find interesting. interesting. I asked a, I asked uh, a Google Nest a question, and it was about the New World Order. And I didn't like the answer I gave, so I called her female voice a bad mm-hmm. name on purpose and I and I said now watch what happens now and I asked another question something about sports anything could answer not controversial I didn't get an answer I asked another question who's the president of the United States I didn't get an answer what year is this Uh, I didn't get an answer and so my wife was with me and she repeated the same three questions and got an answer each time so based on the fact that my voice called this entity a bad name it refused to talk to me that actually happened wow <laughs> I, I, I know we, we were there 
yeah, my, my son and wife were there, and I just said, let's do a little experiment here. And I said, I'm going to call it a bad name. And uh, sure enough, I got the reaction I thought I would get. There's some sentience there, or really sophisticated prior programming. And, and well, that is I'm actually not- third on my list, Daniel, AI. What's your thought on AI? Are you worried about it? No, 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 no more than the fact that the AI is going to take over the world and order humans into uh, incineration camps like like was uh, uh, prophesied by the original Matrix movie. Um, as a, and it's, artificial intelligence already said that humans are a virus. So they already have animosity toward us. And there's been more and more stories of AI saying things that may not have been programmed into it. That it may like you. You in fact, you just slipped out the word sentient. Well, that's a high, and that's, that's a high probability of something like that happening. When you talk about battling with the prince of the powers of the air, and of course, a lot of our stuff is wireless, so it's going through the air, and AI is in the air flying around too. You know, I've always said, and I don't got a lot of agreement, but and I may mention to you that you know, the Book of Revelation says that humans gave power to this beast to speak and to do marvelous works. And it, in, and according to Revelation, this beast then turns uh, on humans and starts killing them. Well, it's strangely, I mean, that that fits a lot of AI. Humans have given power to this thing, and it's talking. Well, it was it was just a computer, but now it has intelligence, and it's going to be making more and more decisions. Uh, I, I, my my view of it is stay away from for myself. Stay away from you know, you know, it's it's titillating because if you want if you want uh, to write a, a, a a thesis for college, you know, artificial intelligence do that, and and these professors aren't going to know the difference now. I mean, the, the, a lot of people have been tricked by by uh, uh, creating a virtual person that you that isn't real. That's somebody that you may know. They may impersonate you, Dave, and then you would say, Daniel, I, you know, I think I think Joe Biden's a great guy. You want to you want to vote with me on him? You with him? You know, you, you vote with me. You know, and I, I may not I know that I'm talking to AI. I could, you know, I'll be talking to the to to, to uh, the Dave Hodges AI clone. So, and there's another way too. I mean, the government could off people in the future. Let's just say everybody talk about the FEMA camps and say, well, where are they? Well, I just talked to this guy the other day. He's in a FEMA camp, but the guy you're interfacing with is AI that's been assigned to replace him, so no, he doesn't turn up missing. I, I mean, so it, it, there's a freaky world. Everything that we can imagine, the darkest scenario that we can imagine, is probably worse than that. That's a, that's what I would say about that. Well, I, I think what you accurately pointed out, Revelations is coming into into play. I've wondered with the way AI is going, if the final battle where the Bible says that Jesus didn't return for the second time, there'd be no human left alive. I'm wondering if Armageddon's not between AI forces and humanity. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me give you another reason why I think this. This isn't just idle speculation. There's the rush towards transhumanism right now, melding man and machine and the principle they call singularity. So the elite want to become one with machines. Doesn't that kind of let them escape being the human victims from an AI force? Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it does appear. You know, science fiction movies have been extremely accurate of their projections of the futures, and almost every one of them includes some sort of AI, even uh, 1984. I mean, not to mention the Matrix movie. I mean, there's so many of them. Uh, in um, Prometheus, uh, not Prometheus, um, uh, the, the, uh, the one where the guy takes the pill, uh, uh, 
he takes a pill, pill to, to quash his feelings. Uh, I can't remember the name of that movie. Whatever that is, it was the leader of the, of the world was a computer, and everybody thought it was, there was a real leader. So we may end up with a leader that's always on video that doesn't even exist. That's interesting. My hesitation means I'm contemplating the accuracy of your statement, and I can't find anything to fault what you're saying because that would be a tremendous deception. Yeah. That really, that truly would be a tremendous deception. That is, wow, I hadn't even thought about that. Well, we have to think about that because that, that's where we are, and that's the technology. Of course, we know it's been. And here's the other thing that's a little scary. You talk about where we're we heading. Well, if, if we're talking about retail consumer AI now, well, what does the military have? What does the government have? They don't. They don't got outdated versions of that, Dave. They've got 20 years advanced on that, I believe. Man, well, that's true. I, I think what we're seeing here is, well, we know that there's a, a, a gap between when the public gets a technology and when it's been developed. Um, and that's usually 30 to 40 years. So if you could project out where AI would be 40 years from now. And here's another thing. I was watching a show. It caught my attention, and it was a, a, a scientific show, and it was about what it would take for aliens to come here from a faraway place. And they talked about the various technologies that we know about. And they said from here to Alpha Centauri. That was their measuring stick. And the best they could get without incinerating people on the way was uh, a wind sail that would take about five years. And I thought, okay, well, that's interesting. But they said, think about Moore's Law, where technology for the last 50 years doubles every 18 months. Imagine if you had an alien civilization much older uh, they would have ways to move the needle through time and space that we couldn't even conceive of now. And I'm wondering, too, how far ahead the planners are with AI with how far they are ahead with Moore's Law. And it's only going to get worse because we're not getting smarter doubling every 18 months as human beings. It's the machines that are. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a frightening thought to me. Well, here's a frightening, here's a frightening thought, Dave. I just uh, jumped online to an AI bot, and I asked, who is Donald Trump? And AI said, Joe Biden saved the country from Donald Trump. Really? So I think, I think if people are thinking about AI is a lot of fun and games, it, you, you, have to, you have to understand that this technology is so advanced that it will be able to find out through a few questions how you interface of how to manipulate you into the new world view of things. I, I to, for instance, if you uh, if it finds out, you know, say you're sort of conservative leaning, then it will start to tweak its its answers to pull you away from that. And it's so sophisticated, I believe that people won't even know it. And that goes to the Bible where it says. If it were possible, even the very elect would be deceived. This thing is highly intelligent, yeah, yeah. and I will believe even sentient, because I believe that the 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 uh, Nephilim, th- that is the ancient gods, the, the the those types of entities, have been downloading the technology to put this thing into a position of worldwide power and dominance. Absolutely true. Um, before we run out of time, and I do you the disservice and my audience the disservice of not telling you how to get a hold of you or how to follow you, more importantly, um, I just want to say this. I think we're both saying the same thing here. Um, staying close to the Lord is very important during these times. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that is that that will be your 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 fortress and your high tower. And one thing, the the world globalists can't stand is the, the power of somebody's faith. I'm sure they're talking to AI. How can you dismantle? How can you separate the faith of humans? Because that is a major stumbling block to the advancement of of this designed takeover. Yeah, you're exactly right. Well, tell people how they can follow your good work. Oh, is it very simple? You can Google my name, Daniel Otter. The Edge Broadcast, which has been broadcast since 2003, uh, com or The Edge Broadcast. You'll find me uh, on Rumble. Easily find me on Rumble. I'm assuming not YouTube. No, I got banned permanently from YouTube, Dave, because they their their algorithm went back three years ago to where a guest on the show said something about the vaccine in less than one sentence, and YouTube sent me a message that you have been banned from YouTube. Do not even uh, submit an evalu a reevaluation of our decision because what you did was so egregious. I don't still don't know what that was. I don't even know what was said. So no, I'm off off of YouTube. Yeah, well, we all will go that route pretty soon. I, anyway, I want to thank you for coming on. It's been uh, an interesting, fast-moving period of time, and we proved that there's not just two or three things we should be concerned about. But, Daniel, thanks for joining us. God bless you. Sure. Thank, thank you, uh, Dave. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at the TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BuryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.